Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Confidence Show, a podcast for female entrepreneurs with big dreams who want to create deep-rooted self-confidence and run their business on their own terms. I'm your host, confidence coach Rebecca Hawkes, and I believe you have what it takes to create the success you dream of. Today, we are going to dive straight in to this episode purely because it's quite a long one and I know that we don't always want to listen to really, really long episodes. So today I'm going to share nine ways that you can increase your confidence right now. And the beauty of these tips is that you don't need to spend a lot of time doing them. And we all know that that is one of our biggest excuses, isn't it? I don't have time to do this, I don't have time to do that, I don't have time to go here. Well, you've got no excuses with someone one, I'm afraid, because these are all simple tips for you to implement straight away. Now, every day you can pick one or all of these things to do, and every day you'll be increasing your confidence that little bit more. So, step one, dress to impress. Now, this isn't about impressing other people. I want to make that super duper clear. This is about dressing to impress yourself. I don't know about you, but when I am working from home, if I'm just sat in my onesie or my dressing gown and I don't bother with my hair and makeup, I tend to feel a lot less productive. Like I'll go and sit on the sofa and I'll just chill out and I won't put as much effort into my work because I don't, I don't feel like a boss. So I just feel a bit more lazy. And because of that, I'm just like a bit half-assed. And when I don't feel good about myself in that respect, I'm less confident. So I show up not as my best self, which is obviously really important. So when it comes to dressing to impress yourself, I don't mean again like really fancy dresses or clothes or you have to have like your hair styled and makeup done, but it's about dressing how you feel, like dressing in what makes you feel confident. So if jeans and a top or jeans and a jumper or doing your hair and then doing your makeup makes you feel good, do that. From my own experience, when I make the effort with myself, when I make the effort with my appearance, I feel a lot more confident in myself. And that means that I show up with a lot more confidence. So even if you're just working from home, it's important to kind of put a little bit of effort in so that you feel confident. And and if wearing tracksuits is something that you're comfortable in, that's absolutely fine. If you feel good sat in your onesie, that's absolutely fine. It doesn't matter what you're wearing or what type of clothing you've got on. It just matters that you feel good. When I first started my business, I would be so wrapped up in getting client work done immediately. I would just wake up, pick up my laptop, stay in bed and work. And although for a while I was quite, 
I felt like I was being quite productive. Now I look back and think, well, actually, I was just being busy because I wasn't doing the core tasks that would help move me forward. I was trying to do all the things and making things really complicated for myself. And I think that comes from having that lack of confidence because I would just be sat in bed. And now I make the effort to wear something. Even if I'm just working from home, I like make the effort to wear something that makes me feel really good. Today, I got up and did my hair, I did my makeup. I've just got jeans and a jumper on, but they're new jeans and a new jumper. Like I don't just wear my old clothes now. I make the effort to wear things that do just make me feel good. Okay, step two. This is my favourite. Oh my God, I'm gonna, I have to get out of the habit of saying this because I feel like I say, say this about everything, but this really is my favourite because it's the easiest one. So this is all about getting yourself into a high vibe. Now the easiest way to do this is create a playlist on Spotify and dance around. So you need to create a playlist that makes you feel awesome, like really, really good. Every song on that, on every song on the list has to evoke this emotion of, yes, I feel amazing. Now my playlist is called All I Do Is Win because I have that song on there, the All I Do Is Win song. Um, who sings it? T-Pain and someone, I think. Uh, Ludacris is on there, Snoop Dogg, I don't know. There's, like, there's quite a few famous people on there, obviously, because, oh, Rebecca. <laughs> Sometimes I say things and I'm like, oh my god, people are going to be judging me so hard. Never mind. Okay, so my playlist is called All I Do Is Win. And again, every time I put that on, I'm like, yes, all I do do is win and it's brilliant. Um, if you've downloaded my free Big Vision workbook already, you will actually get access to my Big Vision playlist, which is slightly different to my All I Do Is Win one. But this one has got a lot more songs that I feel like more people will enjoy. Um, I listen to a lot of rap music and I'm not sure that a lot of a lot of people would love that genre. Like, I'm not sure a lot of you guys would, would enjoy that genre. But the My Big Vision one has got a real mixture of songs and artists and genres. And it's all songs that really have that empowering vibe that makes you feel good. So to download the workbook, if you haven't, it's just rebeccalucyh.co slash freebies. And I've also put the link in the show notes for you. So if you haven't got a Spotify playlist and you want one, you can just go and listen to that or you can create your own. Um, sometimes I like listening to other people's playlists because I feel like, I just feel like it's different. Like it's nice to hear a different type of music or different songs that I haven't perhaps heard for a while. So yeah, that's my favourite. And then once you've got the playlist on, I have it on my speaker. I have like a little speaker. I have it on and I sing along, I dance around and just don't really care whether anyone can see through the window. <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'm just enjoying myself. And that really, it just puts me in such a good mood. And that makes me feel confident in itself. So step three is create a folder full of positive comments and messages, and then go back and read it regularly. So you could do this every morning as you're drinking your coffee or sitting on the toilet. You could open this folder and you could just look at two, three, four comments that you've received from people or messages that you've received from clients or comments left on your social media posts, text messages from people telling you how happy they are with you. And you can just look at those and remind yourself of what you're achieving and of how far you're coming. Because we tend to focus on negative comments. If somebody was to leave us a bad review or a negative comment on our posts, we would focus on that and we forget that actually, a lot of the time, we do get lots of lovely feedback. And I think that's really important to remember that feedback and to read it again and again, because it will help us increase our confidence. So point four is an empowerment list. This is my favorite type of journaling. And this isn't the first time that I've mentioned it on the podcast. 
it won't be the last. So in terms of increasing your confidence, one of the best lists that you can write is 25 things you love about yourself. And I know when I've mentioned this exercise before, I've said it can be quite difficult to do. It can be a hard exercise to do because when you sit at a blank piece of paper and you're like, oh my God, I've got to think of 23 things that I love about myself. If you aren't feeling that confident, then it will be hard. But the more you do this exercise and the more times you write the things that you love about yourself, you'll start to feel that love and that will make you feel more confident. Now this can be anything, like it can be it can be personality traits, it can be your appearance. So I have things like I love my eyelashes because they're long. Um I love the fact that I'm funny. I mean, I think I'm hilarious. I don't know about anyone else, doesn't matter. I think I'm hilarious and I love that about myself. Um I love my creativity, the fact that I can think up names for products. I love my authenticity, like how authentic I can be with my audience. I love that I'm honest. I love my hair sometimes. Um, don't put the sometimes bit. Error. <laughs> That's my fault there. Um, but I, I love that. I love my hair or I love my legs or my feet or whatever. Whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be your earlobes. Point is, you just need to start writing these things that you love about yourself. And it's very hard to lack confidence when you can see a list of 25 things in front of you of all your positive attributes. Point five. Oh, this is such a quick one. This is like instant. You need to do this right now as you're listening. Stand up tall. Okay, so literally, whether you're sitting, whether you're standing, I want you to roll back those shoulders, sit your back up straight and hold your head up high. Okay, and it's so hard to lack confidence when you're doing this because it's such like a powerful position to be sat in or to be stood in. It instantly makes you feel confident. And I, there's literally no excuse that you don't have time. Like you can adjust your posture while you're doing anything at all apart from maybe sleeping um so yeah no excuses do that right now <laughs> point six repeating affirmations now i repeat affirmations in my head all day every day and i i found it a really difficult exercise to begin with because it just felt uncomfortable like saying things that you don't think are true so when when i started repeating I am confident. I didn't believe it. I'd just be sat there and going, I am confident. I am confident. I am confident. And be like, well, this is a load of crap, isn't it? Like, I don't feel confident at all. But the more you say it, and when you say it with some power, if you go, I am confident. I am confident. When you say it like that, you do start to feel it. It's very, very powerful. And if you haven't tried this before, I really want you to. Um, I don't necessarily sit there and do that now I don't sit there and repeat it to myself in front of the mirror or with a timer anymore I just repeat affirmations constantly in my head throughout the day so I will constantly be saying to myself um you can do this or I'm gonna make this amount this month or I'm confident in myself one thing that I did a few weeks ago when I had gone to bed I wasn't feeling very well at all and I have got a phobia of people being sick like vomiting and it's a lot better than it used to be but I don't like being sick myself like it's a it's a big deal it gives me major anxiety if I feel sick and I'd gone to bed this night and I felt horrific and I felt so nauseous and I remember just laying there on my back and in my head I was like okay I, I'm in control of this like I can choose how I want to feel and I just I just thought of this affirmation and I was saying um, I am strong and healthy in mind and body and that's what I repeated again and again I'm strong and healthy in mind and body I'm strong and healthy in mind and body and I repeated it 
over and over again in my head until I fell asleep. And then when I woke up, I repeated it again. Oh my God, that's a lot. Yeah, I was nauseous, but actually, you know when this was, it wasn't just because I was feeling sick. For the first time in over a year, I had had a panic attack and it was in my sleep that it had happened. So I had this panic attack in my sleep and it woke me up. And that's very rare. I think that's only happened to me like once or twice in my life before. I've had panic attacks regularly. Um, I went through a, a stage where I was having them on a weekly, if not more, basis. Um, and I've got it down to the point where now it doesn't happen. As I said, it had been over a year since I had had a panic attack. And it had, it had woken me up. And then to calm myself down, I said to myself, okay, you've got this choice. You can choose how, to, how you want to feel. And that's where that I'm strong and healthy in body and mind came in. And I just repeated it over and over and over until I fell asleep. Then I had another panic attack. And this happened, I had three panic attacks in one night, which is very strange. Although now I think back to it, it was right before my relationship ended so I don't know if there was something on a subconscious level that I didn't want to listen to that it happened because I still had no idea when it when it happened um I still had no idea that it was going to um so yeah this this happened then and, and that affirmation really got me through that so although I didn't believe it although I in my body I could feel myself anxious I was then upset that I'd had a panic attack repeating this affirmation really helped calm me down so you can use it in many different ways. Um, so throughout the day, now I will constantly repeat in positive things. So you could start with something like, I am confident, as I said before. Or if you head over to my website, I have actually got a blog post full of 31 affirmations that are put together to help you increase your confidence um, specifically. So you can just go to rebeccalucyh.co slash affirmations. And again, I'll put the link in the in the show notes for you and then you can just to start with you could just repeat this for 10 minutes a day or five minutes you could set a timer on your phone this is how I used to do it I used to set a timer on my phone for five minutes and I just used to sit quietly and repeat them and sometimes I'd repeat it out loud sometimes I'd repeat it in my head but I tended to close my eyes set the timer and then just say it over and over and over again and it's been, it's a really simple tool and I think people really underestimate the power of affirmations and the power of positive help, uh, positive self-talk, sorry. But it is probably one of the tools that has helped the most. Like the most simple thing, you don't need anything to do it, but it has such a big impact on your confidence levels and on how you feel about yourself. Okay, so point seven is your tribe. So you need to, you really need to surround yourself with people who have the self-confidence that you want. And I say that you're the product of the five people you spend the most time with. And if you're constantly with people who complain, who bitch about others, who are full of self-doubt, or have no desire to move forward or to develop themselves personally, you're gonna end up the same. Whereas if you surround yourself with people that are always looking on the good side, who are always feeling positive, who are happy, who are cheery, who are confident and feel confident in themselves, you're gonna start to pick up on that. Like that kind of stuff is gonna start to rub off on you. So you really need to be conscious of who you're surrounding yourself with. Now I'm not saying that you should cut the negative people out of your life completely because a lot of the time it's people that are friends and family and people that we can't or don't want to cut out. But just be mindful of how much time you're spending with them. If you know that you're going through a period where you are doubting yourself or you are lacking some confidence, don't go and hang out with the people who constantly put themselves down and say talk about all their flaws and judge themselves and then judge others because that's what you're gonna that's the kind of vibe that you're gonna get back 
and that you're going to pick up from them. Go and surround yourself with confident people. Point eight is smile. So when you're smiling, you feel happy. Like like a proper, your cheeks hurt, cheesy grin smile, not just like a half-assed side smile kind of thing. And when you when you feel happy, you feel more confident. Like it's very hard to feel confident when you're sad. Whereas if you're smiling and you're, you, you just naturally feel more confident. I, I really want you to try this one. Just like smile and just see how it makes you feel. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right i'll do it. sign up now and you'll get unlimited for 15 dollars a month in six months of paramount plus essential plan on us mintmobile.com slash switch upfront payment of 45 dollars, equivalent to 15 dollars per month unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month face lower speeds videos at 480p active mint customers by 531 24 get six months of paramount plus essential plan auto renews after six months offer ends may 31st 2024 separate paramount plus registration required terms and conditions apply if rated pg then point nine take action now this is the hardest but most effective point you have to say yes to the things that scare you and i know how terrifying that can be i know i've briefly touched on my story previously but at 20 years old i got to the point where i i I didn't really leave the house at all so i would go to work and that would be it my work was like a 10 minute drive I would go to work and this all happened. Now I look back, I can pinpoint it on when I started taking a certain pill. And that's when this kind of cloud of anxiety really took over. Because before that, I'd been, I'd always had anxiety. I'd always had anxiety, but I could still, like I had a boyfriend, I had a job. I had, well, I had two jobs in one go, actually. I went out and did work experience for six weeks. Like I as a teenager, like I was still achieving things. I was still doing stuff that I suppose was confident in some ways. Um, When I quit my first job because they refused to pay me anymore and I was like, yeah, I'm doing all this extra work. I'm doing the supervisor stuff. You're treating me like shit. Like, I obviously didn't say that, but I should have done. Um, But when I asked for a pay rise and they just laughed at me, I was like, fine, screw you, I'm leaving. I did those things and I was confident in doing those things. So I think after I did that, I got my new job and then I started taking the the pill and I'd come off a previous pill because I was getting migraines and I switched over to a different pill. And when when I say pill, I mean the contraceptive pill, which I don't know whether that was self-explanatory or not but for anyone wondering what the fuck I'm talking about I mean the contraceptive pill and so now looking back I can see that that was that was then so I started to feel really anxious every day 
and really nauseous and ill and I had IBS as well so irritable bowel syndrome and the problem is with IBS is that it causes anxiety because you're constantly worried that you'll have an attack whilst you're out in public and you won't be able to do anything about it and because you have that anxiety the IBS comes becomes worse because the IBS is affected by anxiety when you're anxious your stomach is more likely to pay off play up sorry this kind of never-ending cycle of having IBS it giving me anxiety the anxiety making my IBS worse it really stressed me out it caused me so much stress and it gave me a lot of anxiety and I felt myself withdrawing like I got to the point where I would literally go to work and that would be it so on weekends I would spend my weekends bearing in mind I was what 19 20 at this point about 19 I think I was when I when I moved to this job I would spend my weekends sat at home watching YouTube videos or reading blogs or ordering stuff off ASOS that I was never going to wear because I never went out anywhere. I didn't socialise, I didn't go out drinking, I didn't go to pubs, I couldn't even go to Tesco's without my mum being with me because I was so scared that somebody would talk to me or that I would do something wrong or that I would get to the till and not be able to pay for what I had or I couldn't drive there on my own in case something bad happened. Like it was, it was pretty serious. And at the same time, the phobia of sick, of people people vomiting, was at its worst. So I wouldn't go to the cinema in case somebody choked on popcorn and threw up. I wouldn't go out to a restaurant in case I got food poisoning. I wouldn't use a public toilet in case somebody had been sick there. I wouldn't get on public transport in case somebody was sick next to me. I wouldn't go outside in case I caught the neurovirus or a bug from someone. And that would make me sick. Like, it was... It was horrific, like it was so bad, the fact that I just couldn't do anything with my life. So I got to this point when it was a few weeks before my 21st birthday. Yeah, a few weeks before my 21st birthday. And I used to take a lot of time off sick because of the fact that my stomach was so bad. I would have these horrific episodes of IBS, which for me caused um, like diarrhea, painful stomach cramps and diarrhea. And that's horrific I don't know if you've ever had diarrhea in public but it's horrible it's just the worst and then obviously with that came the fear that I was going to be sick and that would make the anxiety worse so I called in sick a lot a few weeks before my 21st birthday I had this big attack of IBS I had to leave work come home use the toilet and I had to call my mum and I was like I'm gonna pass out on the toilet and it was horrible like I can't describe the pain to you and I remember just laying down and being like oh my god I can't deal with this this is awful But I went back into work that afternoon after it had kind of happened. And when I got back into work, I got called into a meeting and I was told, essentially, if I hadn't come back into the office, I'd been fired. And we had this big chat about how I needed to stop these things happening. Because at the time as well, I don't think I knew that it was IBS and I definitely didn't know it was anxiety. It's only now, as I've learned more about anxiety, that I realised that that's what I have and the IBS is what I have as well but I didn't because I didn't have any it's not like when you break a bone and you can see that there's physically something wrong with you that's you you can't see that there's a problem so although I was having the diarrhea I couldn't you you couldn't necessarily see that there was a big problem because you have tests and you go through these things and it's just oh it's IBS and here's some peppermint tablets or whatever great cool but it doesn't stop the anxiety which causes it so My boss sat down and she was essentially like, you're letting the team down, we're going to have to let you go, this isn't fair, if you are sick one more day, your attendance is so poor, we're going to have to fire you, essentially. And I was 
devastated because I really, I really did like my job. It was, I was doing accounts and I loved the team that I worked with, like the three guys that, or three girls that I worked with. I say girls, <laughs> all older than me. Three ladies that I worked with were incredible and I loved working with them and I hated the fact that I was letting them down. I hated being the person that let people down and I let everyone down at that point because with the anxiety you can't really control it. So if somebody did ask me to go out for an evening or my friends did invite me out, I would say yes, but then when the day came, I would be too anxious to go, so I would make excuses and flake out on them, which is something I'm very conscious of not doing now. Um, and when, so when I was told that this was gonna happen, I, like I was gonna lose my job if I was off sick again, it hit me in a way where I, it was kind of like a wake up. It was kind of like, okay, shit, this is, this is a serious thing that you need to sort out. Now, I don't know what made me come off of the pill. I didn't have a boyfriend at the time anyway, but I don't know what made me come off the pill. I just decided to stop taking it. And at the same time that I decided that, I also decided that no matter how scared I was of something, I was going to say yes to it. There was, there was no other option. It was going to be a yes. Even if I was anxious, even if my stomach kicked off, even if I was terrified and worried and there might be a chance of me having a panic attack or there might be a chance of someone being sick near me, I was going to say yes. Because I realised that at 20 years old, I didn't have a life. I was just, I was existing. I didn't have a life. I wasn't living. I wasn't doing anything. And I thought, shit, this has been my life for, this must have gone on for a year to 18 months. The anxiety has gone on for longer and the anxiety is still something that I've got. But, but to the point where it affected my life in such a drastic way, in such a dramatic way, it would have been anywhere between a year and 18 months. So I looked back on that and I was like, I have literally done nothing. I don't wanna get to the point where I'm an adult or where I'm like 80 years old and I look back on my life and say, what have you done? And I've done nothing. And it was a real big moment for me to make this decision and be like, do you know what? I don't want this. I choose not to let this be my life. Um, so that, that's what I did. I started saying yes to all the things. And that's why I can tell you that taking action is the hardest, but definitely the most effective step in these nine ways to increase your confidence. So it started with when my friends invited me out. So my friends used to invite me to the pub on a Friday night. I started saying yes. Now, obviously, I would avoid pubs because people throw up in them. People get drunk, especially from where I am. People get drunk and before the first pub of the night is closed. So normally you would go to the pub and then there's several bars that you would go through, go to afterwards. But sometimes by like 10 o'clock in the evening, you could have people throwing up because they just can't handle their drinks. So I would say to myself, right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go between 7 o'clock and 7.30. And that would be my challenge. Or 7 o'clock and 8 o'clock. And that would, be my, that would be my test. And I would walk into the pub. I would just have a soft drink. Because at this point, I didn't drink either in case I would throw up. I went from one extreme to the other. I drank like in my teens and then stopped drinking. But I would go in, I would be with my friend and he would he would be there for me and he would just be like, okay, how are you doing, blah, blah, blah. And there would be times where I would go into this pub and I would sit there and the entire time, all I would think about is how long is it until I can leave? And that would be it. I wouldn't necessarily join in with conversations. I, as I said, I wouldn't drink. I would just sometimes just sit there waiting to leave. But... I had to put myself in that position because then I would get home 
and I would go to bed and I would work, and I would I would come home I'd probably drive I'd get home and I'd walk through the door and I'd say to myself shit I just sat in a pub for an hour like that's such a big achievement and my mum would be really encouraging and be like oh you did really well like congratulations blah 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 and I would think to myself okay well that's really good and it carried on like this for a few weeks and then it went from being in the pub for an hour to being in the pub for two hours so I would go from seven till nine so still fairly early, so not really late enough for, for too many drunk people. And then I would maybe have a glass of wine. So I did it in stages, but I kept pushing myself. Every time I got comfortable, so every time I was like, okay, cool, I can sit in the pub for an hour, I would move the goalpost till it got to the point where I would go to the pub and then I would go to the first club and then I would go home. I would go to the first club, I would have one drink and then I would go home. And then it got to the point where I would go to the pub, then the first club. And then I would go to the second club and have a drink. Till the point where I could start to go out on a normal night. And I could start to go out and have drinks. And within a few weeks, probably about six to eight weeks. I'm not 100% on timescales, but probably about six to eight weeks. I went to Brighton to visit a school friend who was at university. And me and my friend, we went to, we went down together. Well, we didn't go down together, that's a lie. He got the train down and my nan and granddad drove me to Brighton. Now it's about a two, two and a half hour drive to Brighton from where I am. But they drove me down and then they just drove home because I was still very uncertain about public transport. I've got the best grandparents. <laughs> um, so they drove me there and I actually had the weekend away in Brighton and it was wonderful. And I went out and I got drunk, very drunk in fact. And it was almost like this big turning point of shit, I've been missing this. And again, I just pushed myself and pushed myself and pushed myself. And then met a boy, fell in love, he broke my heart. And I started to notice, after that happened, I started to notice that I was falling back into the old habits of not wanting to go out, of being anxious, of worrying. So I was like, right, okay, what can I do to stop feeling comfortable now? And I <laughs> I booked a round-the-world flight, so it was a total of nine flights, and decided to go travel solo, like travelling solo. So again, that was another thing, and, and at any point now since then so since i was what 20 since then anytime i've got comfortable i've made myself do something more something that scares me and i've said yes to those things and that is the only way that you can constantly keep increasing your confidence you might not feel confident when you take that action but you are damn well going to feel confident once you've done it and once you can say shit me i just did that and it's so important however scary it is and I think it's important to not, not go and do the massive thing. So I didn't go from being too afraid to leave the house to jumping out of an aeroplane or to travelling solo immediately. I did things step by step so that I would slowly and gradually build up those confidence levels to get to a really good point. And when I booked the round the world trip, I booked that in the July and I was travelling in the December. So I'd had a few months of saving where I was, I think I started thinking about it around the May and then I was really serious about it, started looking into it, and then went and booked it in the July, and then I wasn't going till December. So between the July and December, I knew that I had to do whatever I could to keep making sure I was increasing those confidence levels. And I did that, and it was amazing. So hopefully, somewhere in my story, in what I've just been saying, you can see yourself, or you can understand how important it is to say yes to those things, and realise that you can make the choice, like you get to make that choice of, do I want to be confident, do I not want to be confident, am I going to say yes to this, or am I going to stay in fear, you always have a choice, I feel like we got a bit deep there, did we get a bit deep there, did I just waffle too much, who knows, this is going to be fun to edit, 
Okay, let's recap those nine ways to increase your confidence. So first of all, it was dress to impress yourself. Next was high-vibing with Spotify and dancing around the kitchen or living room or wherever you want. Then it was creating a feedback folder so that you can go and read all the wonderful things people say about you. Write out an empowerment list. The one that I mentioned in here was 25 things I love about myself. Then standing up tall, sitting up straight, adjusting your posture so that you have more of a confidence stance. Then repeating affirmations such as I am confident. Don't forget to go and check out the blog post that I mentioned before, it's in the show notes. Surround yourself with confident people. Smile, even when you don't feel like it, put that smile on your face. And lastly, say yes to the things that scare you. Because although it will, won't feel very comfortable at the time, you will feel so bloody good afterwards, you will be pleased that you listen to me. <laughs> okay, your homework for this week is to commit to doing one of these things every single day. And I mean really commit. Even if it is just to put on a good outfit or create awareness around your posture. Doesn't take a lot of time but will have an impact on how confident you are. You don't create confidence overnight. As with anything, you have to constantly work at it. If you're serious about feeling more confident, start now. Make that decision now. Once you've chosen your one thing, head over to Instagram and tell me in your stories what you've chosen. And don't forget to tag me at Rebecca Lucy H. To help you increase your confidence even more, you can download your free confidence kit. So inside this kit, you will find a guide on 10 ways to increase your confidence in 10 minutes, a printable called Ready to Slay Your Day that will help keep you accountable. It's like a checklist where you can tick off each action every day and a two minute affirmations audio to play each morning. This will get you feeling really fired up, really inspired and motivated and ready to go out there full of confidence. Just go to rebeccalucyh.co slash kit or click the link in the show notes if that's easier for you. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. It is a little bit longer, I think, um, but that's fine. I do chat a lot. Thanks so much for listening to The Confidence Show with me, Rebecca Hawks. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to hit subscribe and leave me a review telling me what you thought. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram where you'll find daily inspiration and tips to help you reduce your overwhelm, let go of self-doubt and create unbreakable self-confidence. Find me at Rebecca Lucy H and I'll see you in the next episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.